Hey guys, Erica here. Today I wanted to talk about perception, the way we see things, how we see things and interpret the world because I believe that how well we go on to manage ourselves is going to be determined by how aware we are of ourselves. The more aware we are of ourselves, the more aware we're going to be of where our friends are actually at, our family, our relationships, be it personal or professional, the better we are going to be able to see what's true for them and what's not true for them. And when we are surrounded by people who are negatively motivated, then chances are we're going to be operating from a place of negative motivation where we might remain lodged in our natural default mode consisting of apathy and fear and apprehension, sometimes even anger. I remember growing up with a very distorted view of the world. For a long time, I thought people were out to get me. I had absorbed a lot of beliefs and I hadn't realized that most of my beliefs were simply not mine but that of people I had surrounded myself with at the time. And until we get crystal clear on what it is that we do want and are no longer focused on what other people want and what we don't want, then we're never really going to find the drive to start taking action steps to get out of the place where we're at and start moving towards where we want to be. And this is where self-awareness comes in because with self-awareness, we're able to build discernment. We're able to use our discernment to discern where people are actually at. Our level of awareness is going to determine our ability to manage ourselves and our ability to manage ourselves is going to determine how effective we are if we are trying to influence others. Usually there's two factors that will determine how we see because what we see is how we see. We can either look for opportunities to enhance the quality of our lives or we can look for ways to facilitate positive change in the lives of others. And whether we have a problem or whether we don't, or whether we perceive ourselves to have a problem or whether we don't, is going to be determined by what we are looking at and where we are looking from. We are going to be looking for opportunity to enhance the quality of our own life and circumstances when we begin asking questions. He who asks questions is never wrong. He who doesn't ask questions is most likely going to be wrong When we start asking questions such as, who is the central point of the equation? What is the central person here? Who is the most important person here? Usually it's going to be ourselves. When we are looking for ways to facilitate positive change in the lives of others, 
what then becomes the primary motivating factor is going to be other people. At all times and in all situations, we are going to be driven by one, two, or three things. Either making money, making a name for ourselves, or simply making a difference. It's all about helping people understand ourselves and better appreciate what it is that we're focusing on at any given moment in time. In order to better understand perception, I will be using the analogy of a building. Because perception is all about how we see things. This is what determines our day-to-day experience. How we see things is not always how things are. Most people assume that how they see things is how things actually are. On the first level, we are mindlessly observing. We are seeing without insight or comprehension. We're just using our physical sight. And many people live their lives on the first level. Here, many people will refer to things or define things as good or bad without understanding. They will automatically judge others or make assumptions of others. They might look at a situation or a scenario and call someone bad. They might hear a person's side of the story and take one person's side without understanding the full story of the other. They genuinely believe that the way we see things is the way that things are. Complete mindlessness. Not understanding what is happening with other people on a deeper level. We cannot operate on this level if we want to influence people. We can never take things at face value. We've got to be able to discern and look to identify what is true, what is not true, what is fact, what is feeling, what is perhaps expectation, perception, opinion, or even beliefs. Because beliefs, opinions, thoughts, and feelings are not always necessarily fact, even though we'd like to think that they are. On the second level, we are observing while looking to reasonably understand life's circumstances and situations. Here we're seeing only through reason and logic, seeing only what makes sense, you know, like the sciences. Theories are simply just ideas, and ideas are not always necessarily fact. Ancient Greek philosophical thinking usually builds upon this. Ideas build upon ideas, and knowledge builds upon knowledge. This is what the sciences has always been about. Fundamentally, science has built itself in this very ideology. The sciences do a great job of trying to explain the very human experience, but what the sciences very rarely do is help us to understand the human experience. While we can do a very great job of explaining away the human experience in a theoretical way, if we are not helping people to understand themselves on a deeper, more profound level, then what value are we actually adding? It's not academic information that gives us authority in life. It's when we are able to put principles in practice and when we apply those principles in our lives and ultimately get results. People are ultimately motivated in life by results and not just good knowledge. We can grow in much knowledge as we want to, but if we are not getting results in our lives, then 
all the knowledge is irrelevant until we understand human motives and values and the reasons why people make the decisions that they make theory is just theory theory might give us a basis for opinion and might even give us a basis for belief but opinions and beliefs are not always necessarily facts on the third floor we are perceiving here without bias or prejudice here we're seeing with our heart we're seeking to understand another person this is where we can start interacting with people and this is where we can start removing ourselves from the equation we have to look at people through our heart and not our head because that's on a rational level we cannot just assume that the way we see things is the way things are we have to prevent rather than diagnose like doctors would do and we prevent by asking questions We're going to be looking and asking ourselves questions that are going to provoke us to look beneath the surface. We have to understand that in order to facilitate change in our lives, we have to be understanding of why we make the decisions that we do. While we are making the decisions that we do and bringing the outcomes that we get and the outputs that we're currently experiencing in life and causing problems. We're not here to judge people or decide whether people's intentions are good or bad or right or wrong, but rather to understand them better and to understand what their goals actually are. If we want to be able to build good relationships, we have to look at things from a universal perspective. We have to look at people through the lens of not having any bad intentions. And by, do- by doing so, then we are never going to fall into the trap of judging a person, you know, in response to their attitudes, their actions, or behaviors. Instead, we can step back and look at them without judgment, without bias or prejudice, by seeking to understand them as well. This will allow us to ask much better questions and identify the questions that we actually need to ask rather than being fake and inauthentic. Here we have to come from a genuine place of inquisitiveness and intrigue. Whether we go on to make a positive impact or whether we don't, is going to be determined by how we see. We're going to be looking for opportunities to enhance the quality of our own lives as well. When we can have the goal of actually facilitating positive change in others, Then we come from this place of genuine intrigue. We ask better questions automatically because we are asking questions that we actually want to know the answers to. This is what will lead our friends, family, and lovers and relationships into greater degrees of insight and knowledge about ourselves and themselves as well. We will know ourselves better as we look a little bit deeper.